Utopia has only to be mentioned to elicit snickers. Utopia is considered not only impossible to construct but boring in how they operate. The reaction is understandable. When we read about someone's conception of utopia, it is easy to see, progress has been halted. Through one contrivance or another, no one needs to struggle to make a living, which means creativity is usually missing. The community is isolated, brittle, and socially stagnant. There is usually very little happening as regards social life. A priori and logical proves utopia is not a political entity. Utopia is a model of a community customized to a particular race of people. A priori and logical is an environment customized for a highly select group of people, namely utopians. Utopians and human beings are not interchangeable terms. Utopian communities have no social costs. Costs are not externalized onto society and future generations. Have no limits on technological development. There is no barriers to economic development, no primitive state imposed and no limits on creativity. Are only suitable for utopians. Utopia does not work with liberals or socialists. Reduce risk and threat of loss for utopian investors, clients and members. A logically coherent and objectively verifiable, quantified verification, in all respects. It does not matter if one believes in God or thinks the Bible is inspired or not, there is only one way to live that constitutes a utopia. The parameters of utopia align with what the Bible describes as a church. The common view of the church as an organization similar to a club is misleading. A better way to understand what the Bible talks about is to think of a culture. Faith refers to a group of people operating without the regulatory apparatus of the state, or what we might call a free market. The key takeaway here is that utopias designed for liberals fail. The way utopia is set up is the way the Bible tells us to set up the church. The building block of utopia is the council. Councils are formed from as few as three persons to as many as fifteen. Councils can be considered a work group. Councils are of two types. Limited councils are twelve levels high and general councils are twelve sectors wide. Limited councils are horizontally part of a general council, and each general council is vertically constructed from limited councils. Each council is headed by a chairperson. The chairs of the lower councils form the members of the next higher level council. A priori and logical is fractal and modular. It also is organized by the principle of subsidiarity and goods and services are priced according to the labor theory of value. Each sector of the lower councils represents a different occupation. There are 12 sectors representing 12 occupational sectors, example the construction sector, the health and welfare sector, the educational sector and so on. A local council administrates each occupational sector. A general council deals with intersectional issues. Economic development and the transfer of resources between sectors are examples of things a general council would adjudicate. All work done by members is paid for. There are no volunteers. A priori and logical uses only paid labor, even students and housewives are paid a living wage. The rule is, if it adds value to the community it is paid for. If it imposes costs onto the logical society it is adjudicated before a logical court. A priori and utopian societies are fully integrated in that business and politics and economics are all integrated into the logical and the social life of the community. A priori and logical has no social costs. There is no unemployment, debt, 
poverty, inflation, pollution, waste, taxation, homelessness. The costs of the state are eliminated. This is because costs are never externalized onto society and future generations. All costs are recorded in the accounts of the creator of those costs. A priorian logical is a utopia, but utopia is not for everyone. Only those on the right are likely to find a home in an a priorian logical. The mistake utopians have made is in assuming humans are all made on the same foundation, the same moral frame. There are two types of persons and only those on the right are likely to take up residence in an a priorian logical utopia. The key thing to remember with utopia is that it can have no social costs, there is no externalization of costs, or it is not perfect in the way a utopia must be. That means all costs are paid for by the person who created them. Just this fact eliminates the state and makes it impossible for the state to exist. Those who need and desire the state will not take up residence in an a priorian logical. Therefore, membership is a self-selected process. Immediately a number of socialists will rise up to question how social goods will be supplied, if there is no state. That is the point, there are no need for social goods, so-called, if there is no state. However, because of this we now see the division starting to form, because if one was prepared to purchase what one gets from income one makes by working, there would be no concern over social costs. There would not be the concern how some will get what they need without paying for the goods and services supplied. The division splitting society into two groups is made deeper when we remember that in a priori in societies we own only what we create and mankind can only create value which he adds through work to the assets belonging to God. This is why the labor theory of value is utilizable in a priori and logical and nowhere else. Personal goods are purchased from the local councils which as representatives of the occupations provide jobs for workers and goods and services to purchase. Because we own only what we create, and we create only equity, the currency we use is equity drawn on the account of the local council. The local council represents the assets that make up our political jurisdictions. A priorian logical is different from conventional organizations by its use of equity as currency and unit of account. The state and banks use modified assets as a medium of exchange. As such their currency has intrinsic as well as nominal value. Commodities such as gold are especially vulnerable to their commodity value being pressured upwards, when they double as a currency. There is no known path to any asset being used as a means of exchange and a commodity that can be bought and sold, that will not lead to inflation. A priorian logical does not have inflation because it uses a unit of account rather than a medium of exchange. Unit of accounts have no value. They are nothing more than part of a method of accounting and a way to quantify value. If you have a million units of account, you do not have something of value, you merely have credits to be subtracted from as you consume goods and services. Units of account represent equity drawn on a priori and logical. Work creates equity and equity is issued as preferred shares. Preferred shares is contracted to prefers and designated by the symbol for the purposes of accounting. Work is paid for in prefers and prefers are used to purchase goods and services. This is never inflationary. The prefers are attached to the account which produced the value. Individuals buy consumer goods and services, councils purchase infrastructure. Both types of customers, which can be understood as personal and commercial customers, buy from the councils, using prefers and their prefers account. 
A national council purchases national roads and other nationwide infrastructure projects from a nationally situated council, whereas a state or provincial level council will purchase infrastructure that serves the state or province. Neighborhoods, cities and regions have their councils and these purchase infrastructure from other councils as needed, using prefers as the unit of account. When a purchase is made the seller's account is credited the same amount debited from the buyer's account. The use of prefers or equity accounting is never inflationary and produces no interest-bearing debt. A utopia is considered a perfect system but the earlier models are not much more than a speculative discussion on perfect people in stagnant communities. A utopia is a society devoid of systemic issues. Utopias are at their root, a response to the fact there are systemic issues with human societies that have not been addressed in an effective way. The implication that we are left with is that utopias cannot deal with reality which is why they have had so little influence and less credibility. Utopias are like orchids in a greenhouse, able to survive only in an artificial environment. A priori and logical utopias can be established in the middle of any social system and carved out of conventional social structures. A priori and logicals always succeed because they are better systems. They are better because they meet the criteria of what a utopia is. A utopia ought to be defined as a system which cannot be corrupted by evil. To put this in a way that can be tested, the utopian system has no systemic costs. To clarify, the system itself does not impose costs on its residents or clients. Utopia is an accountable system. There are no social costs therefore it is perfect within the limits of a social system. The people will still be people but the system itself is perfect. It does not add anything to the problem that is the human being. A priori and logical citizens enjoy equality as a symptom of there being no social costs. Inequality is a social cost. Social benefits do not come by fiat but as a consequence of the things that prevent them having been eliminated. A utopia has no social costs. Creating a utopia requires an accounting system that pays people for what they do and debits their account for the costs they create. A priori and logical does this and does it well. A priori and logical is a utopia and it works with anyone willing to give up the state.